Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Oh, hi, friends. Happy Thursday. Um, Before I get started, I just need to give you a little behind the scenes of the visuals of what's going on with me at the moment. Um, I desperately needed to dye my roots before I go on, go out of town tomorrow. And it's always kind of like an ordeal to, I don't know, it just takes a while to do everything and then shower and do my hair. So I have to a lot for like two hours worth of time. So I was really proud of my idea to be extra efficient and let the dye set while I'm recording this podcast. (laughs) Um, so it gives like the added pressure of me to finish within like 30 minutes. So let's see if I can do it. Um, it's already been on for like 10 or 15 minutes. So, um, that's fun. Um, and then also (laughs) I'm at a stage with my spray tan or if you are a female and have gotten a spray tan, you know, where like parts of it are starting to come off. So your skin looks like it has a disease of some kind. Um, so I just looked at myself in the mirror cause I'm like in a sports bra and workout pants so I can see some of the, the like multicolored skin and then my hair slicked back and really dark at the roots and I am a sight to behold. So, uh, thank goodness this is a audio only, um, episode, but I hope that that gives you a fun little visual to hold on to. Um, so yeah, I, I was hoping to record before I went out of town for a few days. I am headed to Portland tomorrow, so Wednesday the 12th, um, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, this will go up on Thursday, but tomorrow I leave for Portland because it is my best friend Kelsey's birthday, so I'm um, stopping there for like less than 24 hours to get to celebrate with her, which I'm so excited. The timing of this like worked out perfectly. Um, we just didn't have anything on the calendar for a while to get to see each other, so I was like, we need to make that change and the good news is that it is kind of like on my way to port or to bend where my family lives um, and I was due for a visit for my precious baby nephew and my fam um, so I yeah I decided to stop in Portland first hop over there and then on the way back you know those ridiculous layovers that I don't know who in their right mind would ever choose um, because even if it's the cheapest option like there's no way that this is worth the saving like $40 or whatever it might be. But the layover was in Seattle on the way back and it gets in, it's like an overnight layover. So I would land at 9.30 at night and my flight leaves the next day to go back down to Orange County at six in the morning. (laughs) So of course, obviously, normally I would just like breeze right by that. But the fact that it was Seattle, I was like, wait a minute. Um, That's where Kaylee lives. I still have not gotten to see her place and it if she's down, it would be kind of fun to just like literally get to be there for, what is that? Eight hours or something ridiculous. Um, half of that, which will be spent sleeping hopefully. 
So that's what's happening on the way back. I'll get to see Kaylee for the first time in months. Um, so I'm super, super excited about that as well. Um, she's picking me up like an angel from the airport and we'll literally have a couple hours together before we go to bed and I have to get up and leave again. But um, I will take what I can get and I'm excited to record with her again soon too. We won't be recording that night, but um, hopefully remotely and then we'll plan for a longer trip together sometime in the future. So yeah. Um, okay. So for today's episode, I wanted to kind of just dive a little bit deeper uh, and expand on an Instagram that I posted last week um, over at Glitter and Grace. And the um, the post was, you can date however you want. You can date however you want. You can date however you want just over and over again. And then kind of a just a caption around that concept and a little bit of um, my story, but the bottom line basically being that it's so important to listen to our bodies and our intuition in everything in life. But particularly for me, that's been an area that I think I've, I felt some confusion or resistance around. And so it's taken a while to kind of like undo that and figure out how exactly to approach dating. Because I think sometimes it can feel weird when, or hard when it's like, I don't know if I'm just being too stubborn or maybe I should be listening to people's advice and to like how to weigh that balance as far as listening to your own self and what sounds good to you and then trying to be open to things at the same time. And so, um, yeah, I think it's tricky for anybody and I don't have all the answers around it, but I just kind of wanted to speak a little bit to my story. Um, it also like, it clearly resonated with a lot of people as well. And, um, females just saying, yes, like I, this, is what I needed to hear, or um, this has been so helpful for me, etc. So yeah, and I think just like in a place, um, I know I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but um, I have binged through all of Shani Silver's episodes on a single serving podcast, and so I think my mindset, and I joined her, I like fangirled super hard with this, so I have a feeling she might be like, okay, whoa, calm down. Um, I like followed all the Instagram accounts. um, But I just, and I joined the private Facebook group and it's been super fun to like see the conversations that are happening in there. And um, yeah, to kind of like, um, I, I think in some ways like people it's a good place for people to like go and vent and, and let off some steam about like their frustrations with dating or with people who, um, maybe aren't the most understanding of those who are single, um, or try to push people in a certain way, et cetera. So I'm going to talk, speak to that a little bit as far as like the negative, positive mindsets around, around dating in general, um, at the end of this. But, um, yeah, clearly that's just where my headspace is at at the moment. And so I have, um, a lot to say, but on that, (laughs) on the same side, um, I have very little recent experience on dating as, I haven't, shoot, I should have figured this out before I got on, but gosh, when was the last time I went on a date? Um, honestly, I don't know. It's been months. Um, I mean, I go on things that feel like dates sometimes with like guy, guy friends of mine. Um, but as far as like, I haven't been on an app in super, super long, um, yeah, I just, and I haven't been in a relationship in three years. So that was the last time I was like in a serious dating relationship. And since then I haven't, um, gone on any 
dates for extended periods of time with someone. So just like a couple dates here and there. And that has been interesting. I mean, for the most part, it hasn't bothered me, but it is, it does like, I can, yeah, I don't know. Like right now, even talking about, I don't feel ashamed about that, but there is something that kind of is like, is something wrong with me? Like, is, is this weird? Is this normal? Like that feels like a pretty long time to not really be dating or to have people pursuing me. Um, but, but back to like <laughs> listening to myself and what feels good to me, I, I actually feel for the most part really fine with that. I, I can pinpoint some of the reasons as to why maybe that has been the case. Um, some of them have been good intentional reasons and some of them have been a little bit on the harder side or, um, things that I'm wrestling through with myself, but I, yeah, it's been kind of an intentional choice. Like I haven't gone after it or made myself super available. Um, or I've even turned down certain dates or said no to second dates, um, because of where I'm at in life and the fact that I feel pretty okay being single. I I really like my life. I really like planning for my future right now and kind of envisioning what that's going to look like. And then some of the personal like passion projects that I'm doing feel, I've already talked about this before, but, um, it feels like I need to have more of my energy and attention pointed towards those rather than a relationship. So, um, yeah, I just, I haven't been pursuing dating. Um, but yeah, so I, I did just kind of want to share some of like past stories though, for me to give examples, um, and then give people, I, like my, my heart is just to give people permission to do things that make your life feel the most full and the most happy. And I think, um, a lot of times we might be out of touch with like what it is that we actually want for our lives. And I think we let so many outside things influence us, uh, what, and they can be really well-meaning people or advice, but if it's not right for us or the right timing, then that's all that, like, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, all the good advice in the world doesn't matter if it's, if it doesn't feel good to you. So I wanted to share an example and, um, I'm, I'm really not trying to throw my dad under the bus here. Um, cause I know that both my parents, their hearts are really good in wanting me to be with someone, um, or like, yeah, just have my best interest at heart. And, uh, so there was a time where my dad, um, I was visiting up in Bend and he took me out to breakfast or lunch or something and wanted to share that he felt really strongly put on his heart that, um, that I should go on eHarmony. And I, I just like, there was no part of me that really wanted to do, to do that at all. <laughs> it didn't sound fun. I looked into eHarmony one time before and like, there's just setting up the profile felt like a part-time job. Like I, and even before you finish your profile, you start getting, Kaylee and I talked about this a little bit on, I think our very first episode, but you just start getting like a ton of messages. And so it's really overwhelming. And I, my job, especially at the time was like, I'm just on my computer all day anyways. And so the thought of coming home and like creating a profile, sorting through messages, doing the multi-step thing, it just didn't sound good. And I felt resistant to, I think someone else maybe telling me that they thought I should be in a relationship or that that would be best for my life. Um, and it just wasn't like when I checked in with myself, that didn't feel like how I was supposed to meet my husband or not even husband, just a boyfriend or the next person I'm supposed to be with. But I will say to my dad, like my dad didn't do anything wrong there. He like, I think that he absolutely did the right thing by like, if, if he felt nudged to do that, I think there was someone he knew in his life whose 
daughter son met someone on eHarmony and was they got married it was very successful and you know whether it was like he felt like God was telling him that or something else or he just was listening to this nudge or intuition by all means like I think that that should be said and I think that you should listen people should listen to those things and so then to single people I would say you need to be gracious on the on the receiving end of that like people um, just assume the best out of what people are trying to share with you or tell you. I think we it can be a struggle not to feel super defensive or bitter um, or have our feelings hurt, depend, depending on like where we're at in life with our single or our relationship status. And so, um, yeah, like, I mean, I can see how that might be really painful for someone who's like having a really hard t- time meeting someone or really wants to be with someone and their parents are like trying to nudge them in this direction or make it feel like, they really want you to be in a relationship when that's all that you really want to. And so you're like carrying the weight of their pressure as well. Um, but again, like I think most people are just trying to to do their best and to to listen to their own um, intuition or to t- uh, have your best interest at heart. And so I'd say like to receive receive those things and advice with grace. Um, but know that you don't have to, you don't have to act on that. Like you get to then check in with your own intuition, um, and your inner voice and your body. And if that doesn't feel good, um, then you get to say no. And then they have to be okay with that too, because it's your life and it's not their life. And so I, I honestly don't, this was years and years ago. So I don't really remember how I responded. I think I said something kind of similar of like, I just, that doesn't sound super appealing to me. Um, and I don't totally remember the steps that have to, happened after that, but I did end up signing up for eHarmony, honestly, against my <laughs> desire to do so. Um, but it was being offered to me and I just, I kind of did it to appease my parents and to say that I was, you know, I was trying and I was going to make an effort. Um, but looking back, like I didn't need to say that. Yes, I didn't have to do that. Um, and I also know some really amazing people who've met their partner on eHarmony and it's been great. And so like, I think there's the other part of you that's like, okay, maybe if I just give this a shot, um, something good will come of it, which could absolutely be the case. And so I did not have that experience. It was actually like, I don't think I found any person that I wanted to talk to. <laughs> I don't really know what was happening with the al- like this the search algorithms or how I was being matched with people, but when they were saying like this person's a perfect match for you, I was like I'm yeah, it I just was a little confused because it didn't feel like anyone was someone that I was like, "Yes, this person looks enticing or exciting." Um so yeah. Um and I think and part of that too is like when when my when it doesn't feel fun to me or when my heart or attitude is not in the right place what are the chances that I'm going to meet someone when I'm in that emotional and like energetic space probably not very high if I you know if I make that choice on my own volition and out of excitement and like eager anticipation um then I can see how I'd be like probably much more likely to find someone when I have a positive outlook on it and I'm excited and all of that so um I could probably totally be to blame for why I didn't meet anyone is it just wasn't the right time for me to go on eHarmony. Um, similar to, so so that was like kind of one experience I wanted to give an example of from dating history of something that I didn't really listen to my inner voice on, but that, um, but that I think was totally fair for my dad to bring to the table and to, um, to just like let me know, you know, I think in the future, 
other people, like when they're suggesting something, just like being open to that, not being a fit to someone too, um, is important. And then, yeah, having grace on the receiving side as well, but then having permission to get to make your own decision at the end of the day. So then dating apps is another like part of my journey as far as dating. Um, obviously I think most of us who are, have been single within the last five years or whenever they came out, um, have all maybe had a run at it or definitely at least have an, an opinion about it one way or another. Um, and so I personally don't love dating apps. Um, but like most everyone else, I think we all have a story of someone that we know or many people that we know that have met their partner um, on a dating app. And so I think it's kind of what keeps people coming back for more. They're like, it's almost like gambling. <laughs> it's like that next hit is going to maybe be it or like that one more time or the next time I sign in, like it could be. And honestly, like I have truly, I have two dear friends of mine where that was 100% the story. He was about to delete his app. And it was the next person that he saw he matched with and they're getting married. So um, obviously it happens and I love stories like that. I don't want to stop hearing them because I it makes me so happy for other people. Um, but I think it can be hard because sometimes we get those stories in our head and we're like, oh, well, that could be my case. Or we start to get discouraged when it doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, as I've seen like in this this Facebook group, and then just hearing many other women my age lament the state of dating apps, um, it, it can feel super, super bleak. Like for the majority, I will say the experiences that I've had and that I hear other women have is that you match with a lot of people. Typically you start conversations, you talk for a couple days, it fizzles out, you never go on a date, nothing happens. Um, the deeper side of it not loving the fact that knowing that you're talking to guys who are currently swiping on multiple other people at the same time, um, feeling like we have like commodified and, um, like turned humans into shopping almost, um, clearly based off of visual components, um, for the most part. And yeah, I, I don't mean to bash the whole system, but I, it just is, yeah, I have a lot of feelings as far as how I don't think, <laughs> how I think the concept in general, um, it can just be damaging. And as we've seen it reflected in culture, I mean, people are not approaching each other in public very much anymore. Like we're all behind our phones. We, we text instead of call, like things have just shifted so drastically in the last 10 years. And even, um, from like when we were in high school and college, like the way that people had to approach asking a asking someone out has just changed so much. And so, um, it can be really hard not to feel <laughs> like <laughs> just a, an overall sense of doom about the state of affairs currently. But, um, I will get back, I will get to the mindset stuff after this. Um, so anyways, I, I typically do not want to be on dating apps. I've gone on and off them multiple times. Um, but I will say that there was a time where I remember, um, I don't even know what spurred it on. I was, I think I was when I was listening to Jess Lively's podcast a lot and she's this person who's like super deep, philosophical. Um, her life is amazing. And so I just was like, when I found out that she was on dating apps, I was like, oh my gosh, like I would give anything to just know what she puts on her profile. Like, is it, did she mention anything about sitting for eight hours and meditating by staring at the back of her eyelids and seeing these mystical colors. Like I just, how does someone who's like life is so deep and complex and like fascinating 
possibly convey that through a dating app, but yet she has such good experiences with it and has met really great people. So I think maybe that reinvigorated me. And then I just had kind of like a surge of um, confidence and was feeling like extra social and maybe a little sassy. And so I decided to sign up again, um, this time for Hinge, which I actually did really like Hinge. Um, And even just matching and talking with a few people, and I think I went on like a couple dates from that, was kind of nice. Like I, I think I needed that confidence boost a little bit, or I just was in a good place emotionally where it felt fun. I was letting myself enjoy it. Um, I was like being more flirty and it wasn't, yeah, I wasn't going into it with such like a skeptical attitude or really like, I don't know, already annoyed with people or something. Um, but sure enough, I, (laughs) I started like tapering off of using it, not responding. People weren't responding to me. And eventually I deleted the app again and just decided that that wasn't for me. Um, so I share those things to say that it, like your opinions on what sounds good to you can change day to day. And I think like listening to that is so important because there might be times where you're like that your your body or your inner voice is telling you to hold back on something for a reason you don't even know like maybe it's because you do need to focus on something else or maybe you need to do some self-work or whatever it might be that would be easier to do on your own um I just think it's okay to be okay with the fact that you might not always be in the mood to date and then when there does come a time when you're like that sounds really good that you can go for it then too and so um Like for me right now, I just, and personally, I'm not in a space where that sounds really exciting to me. So like sometimes I'll have a thought, like I think I even just analyzed this real time, like at the beginning of this podcast of like, am I okay with the fact that I haven't really gone on many dates or dated at all in the last three years? Like, or is the feelings of that not being okay coming from outside sources? And so in sitting with that for just a second, even the, the answer for myself is I am totally okay with that. I'm, I'm good. I, I feel confident in who I am. I feel good at where I'm at in life. I'm trusting in the timing of my life. Um, I have other things to focus on. And so I, yeah, I don't feel the need to, um, to shift or change that at all. Um, but if something were to change and I were to wake up tomorrow and be like, wow, I really feel like being in a relationship or that sounds really fun to me to go on dates or to meet some more guys, um, then there's things I could do about that. Like I could, I could sign up for a date again or dating apps again. I could, um, go out more on the weekends and like be intentional about approaching guys and starting conversations. I could ask my friends if they have anyone they they think of setting me up with, um, et cetera. And so I just think like I have... In some ways, like I know it's out of my control, but also I get to choose like when I want to or not want to approach um, a season of dating and yeah, in so many words. Um, And so the last thing I want to touch on is mindsets around dating. And so when I listened to Jen Sincero's book, um, How to, oh my gosh, why is it? Oh, You Are a Badass. Um, I should know this. It's like 
most important book to me. <laughs> no, not really. But I it was the one I listened to three different times. Um, it was super life-changing for me. It made me feel like I could do anything in the world. But one thing that had kind of stood out to me that I was surprised about was some of the things she mentions, because it's only a very small part of the book, but about um, dating. And because it's all about shifting your mindsets around things and the fact that the thoughts that we think and the words that we say influence our beliefs, which then affects how we view the world and how we play out certain um, scenarios and just yeah, things in life. And so she gives an example of friends of hers who are, not surprisingly, single, who when they talk about dating, they say things like there are no good guys left or dating is way too hard or guys only want one thing. Um, I've already been on dates with everybody in this town, like whatever it might be, like just kind of and a lot of those things I think can be said really flippantly and in a joking kind of like yeah, exasperated way of just you're with your girlfriends and you're like, oh my gosh, guys are the worst or blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, we don't mean that. Um, but words are so important. And so I felt really convicted when I heard that because I realized that I had been doing that a little bit, um, either with friends or in my own head <laughs> of just saying things like, um, yeah, there's no, there's no kind chivalrous guys in Orange County, or it's so hard to meet someone or dating apps are ruining everything. Um, and believing those things. And, and so when I have that narrative in my head, it's going to be pretty darn hard to believe that I'm going to meet a good guy and like to be in that energetic space of like being open and excited and believing that at any turn I could really meet someone like, which is absolutely the truth. Like you can meet someone in a million different ways in unexpected times. Um, for some, like I, I personally have always really strongly felt like I am going to, (laughs) um, meet someone that, in like a very unexpected way um, and in something that is like without any effort on my end. Um, But it would be like the irony of all ironies if I ended up meeting my husband on a dating app someday after like all the negative things I've said. But I still totally think that that's possible. Um, I could meet someone on eHarmony if I ever decide to go back on it. So um, yeah, so I've in that, like even though I'm not in really a space to pursue dating right now, but I, when I do get there, or even like when I notice myself thinking these things, I've made an effort to shift my beliefs around dating and marriage so that I only think of it in positive and hopeful ways. So just giving some examples as a reminder, like saying these truths or affirmations are just, um, kind of like the reverse of things that you find yourself thinking or believing, um, that might be harmful or not true. And some of them might sound ridiculous, but it's, it still can be helpful for your brain to just like rewire around these, um, these different beliefs. And so things like there are so many wonderful men out there. I can't wait to see who I'm going to meet when I go out tonight. I'm so good at dating. The right guy will come across my path at just the right time. Um, et cetera. Like just anything that you want to be true about yourself or about your story or about your life, just start saying them and believing them. Um, it's not like just frou-frou, like positive thinking type stuff. Like it actually, it really does work to shift the way that you think about things. And if you were to go out, um, like for a night out with girlfriends or something and go into the night being like, Oh, it's so hard to meet people. Like guys are so rude or whatever. Um, then you're going to have that, then you, you look for things to, to confirm that experience and, uh, or those beliefs and you end up having that experience. And so why not just shift it to something positive and 
build yourself up and get really stoked on <laughs> meeting someone and knowing that they're the right person is out there for you. You're going to meet them at the right time. Um, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be super easy. Whatever it is that you would rather believe, just start saying those things. And yeah, that's pretty much, that's just what I wanted to share. Um, extended version of what I already shared on Instagram. So I hope that helps give like a little more background and some permission to you to say yes or no to the thing only to the things that you want to do. Um, and it's been super helpful for me to, to have that mindset shift and, um, to just give myself a lot of grace and, and take the pressure off of other well-meaning people and know that, um, even if they do have my best interest at heart, um, that I get to do what feels right for my life. And that is all that is my, ending message. <laughs> um, I've, yeah. So, um, with that, I think it is almost time for me to go wash the dye out of my hair and go pack because I haven't started packing yet. Okay, friends. Well, thank you so much for listening and for sharing this podcast and all the kind, wonderful things that you do it means so much. And I'm excited to keep sharing more and I hope any or all of this is helpful. Feel free to leave a review or send me a message telling me otherwise or <laughs> encouraging me um, or sharing things that you'd like me to chat about or to have other people on the podcast that might be interested. So um, with that, I hope you have a most wonderful weekend. A huge happy birthday to my sister-in-law who had her birthday a few days ago, Kelsey, whose birthday is tomorrow. And happy Father's Day out there to, or happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Okay. Thanks for listening, friends. Talk to you soon. Bye.